Welcome to another episode of Kraken, the podcast where we crack the code to the you inside of you by exploring various authentic social perspectives surrounding intricate and multifaceted topics. I'm honored to be here today with our guest speaker, Dr. Zeke Zimmerman. Dr. Zeke Zimmerman, welcome. Good morning. Happy to be here with you. I was thinking recently about the great work that the Atlanta mayor has been doing to focus attention on keeping our youth out of trouble. I think back to his past summer with his midnight basketball program and his drive to support school programming. While we've witnessed great strides from some youth, there are still so many that are missing opportunity. So I just wanted to ask you, are we helping all youth or should we be looking for proactive solution? I would say we need to be putting more emphasis on proactive solutions. And uh, the major proactive solution that I focus on is not the only one, but one that is a major component is that of mentoring and doing that in a structured way and doing it consistently. And in, in terms of that, like, where do you, how do you see that starting? Where do you think it can go from there? And how do we, how do we even approach this? Well, I start with looking at the uh, Big Brother, Big Sister organization and the structure that they had in place. And what seemed to work very well was the way that they went about the mentoring process. Now, the issue or the major difficulty with that is finding enough mentors because one-on-one requires an awful num- large number of adults to be big brothers or big sisters. So we start looking at how to work around that. And the way to work around that, of course, is the using a, what we call a group mentoring model. That group mentoring model says that we, have, we can have one adult in ratio with about 10 to 15 youth. Now, that one adult is not the only mentor, the only adult but he's the primary or she is the primary adult in that mentoring model. And then that adult is supplemented by three other adults who assist in different ways in communicating, uh, working with, advising, and being there. The major, one of the major issues is time and putting in the time to work with youth. Uh, the group mentoring model minimizes that amount of time to maximize the effectiveness that you can get with that model. So I, I understand that, but I, I, would, I would pose the question, how are we affecting each youth if you're in a group setting? Well, in a group setting, what the youth are getting is the positive information and positive reinforcement for their actions likewise can take place in a group model because they are associating with others as well as gaining information from others. When you talk about an issue in a group, uh, each person in the group has an opportunity to hear and get the perspective of others. And while you're getting the perspective of others, I use as an example. If one person in the group is thinking about robbing a bank and others in the group bring up, you talk about the pros and cons of taking that action. Well, someone in the group can talk about or the mentor can lead it into it is what are the cons, what are the negatives of taking that type of action? And one of those will be that discussion on, well, what's the punishment for robbing a bank? And is it worth the effort or worth the risk that you take in robbing a bank? And in addition to that, 
what is the outcome, even if you are deemed what might be categorized as successful? Well, if you're even successful, that is, you get away at that point, you have to, one, keep looking over your back to see if someone is finding you. So doing a wrong action is uh, leads then to that assessment by each individual in the group of what's the risk. And it leads into something that we term as maybe a modern concept, but a real old concept is risk analysis. That is a form of risk analysis among the youth. And it, that group mentoring model promotes that. And then they are able to assess, uh, well, there are better ways or better alternatives to taking that action rather than this action that we were thinking about or I was thinking about as an individual. So there's group sharing, but the mentor being there is able to guide that discussion in that positive direction, regardless of the issue that's being discussed. So with that being said, and understanding that, you know, I hear the action steps, but how do we get to that point? Where's the assessment at the beginning? Is there a baseline created? How, how, How does the mentor assess 10 students in a group to really understand each student's dynamic? Great question. There, there are ways to put together a pre-assessment for all of those coming into the group. And it doesn't take that long of identifying what their interests are, what their motivations are for different actions that they take, their sort of their baseline belief system within each person. And when you take an assessment of that early on, then going in, we know where each person stands on certain, you I say, baseline issues, like how do you feel about uh, death? How do you feel about what's the measure of success in your life? Is it money? Is it assist associated with helping others? Is it a personal achievement? When you get to know those things, it's much easier, you might say, to hit a person's button of knowing what their gut issues are and what their gut beliefs are. When you know their gut beliefs, now you can pretty much tell who needs to direct, how we need to direct each individual within that group. So that assessment is critical early on and at the front end of that mentoring process. The other thing that that brings to the table is as a mentor, if the mentor knows this information going in, then they can you can easily match up people with like interests. And once you match up a mentor with a mentee, so to speak, with like interests, that then maximizes the effectiveness. It minimizes the time because you don't have to take the time to identify and learn all those things through day-to-day learning, but it's on the front end established. So I heard that the mentor is also assessed as well as the mentee? Yes, both have to be assessed. And what type, of men, what type of assessment is done for mentors to place them with the correct mentees? With the mentors, uh, one is what is their profession? Secondly, what is their belief system? Third, what is their association with in the culture in which they lived? Uh, and what drives them? What are those things that uh, determine how they do an assessment of what actions to take what actions not to take, what's right, what's wrong, and uh, is there a middle ground? And do you really see, think that the mentoring component is better than after-school programming? Do you think that mentorship should be in after-school programming? 
I say that the mentorship is a strong component. If you add it to the after-school program, then you've got a plus-plus. Mentorship standing alone is a very good place, but when you can associate it with other areas of development, then it's even more effective. The mentoring part is that baseline part of establishing relationship. And relationship means that I trust you, you trust me. That you know as a mentee that my mentor may not agree with me, but my mentor is going to do what's best for me. And they come to know that, and that's the trust factor that's there. So after the pre-assessment takes place, after the mid-assessment takes place and the post-assessment, are they ever handing off the mentee to somebody else? Do they see them all the way through school? Do they see them into adulthood? Where, where does it end? Stages change, but that relationship stays there. It, that doesn't go away. It's not handed off to someone else. And when I say it changes, uh, at the younger stage or at the earlier stages in the mentoring process, there may be required more connection, more time spent to establish that level of trust. But then as years pass and each gets more mature and more senior in age, that relationship, that baseline relationship is still there. The only thing that happens is it grows. So it's like parenting in a, in a sense that at a younger stage, the parent is giving the child direction and telling them what to do. When the child becomes an adult, the parent is then moved from being the director to being a resource and an advisor to the uh, young adult that's in their life. And then later on, even at the senior stage, then they just turn to that adult for wisdom and not as much for resources so it's different stages that take place and mentoring is somewhat of a parallel then it is not the same as parenting but it's a parallel to parenting 